about to hear an anointed, powerful word that will change your life from Treasure Coast Victory Center. Be blessed as your faith goes from one level of glory to another level of glory. Hallelujah. All right, take your Bible this morning. Go to Isaiah chapter 60. I have sort of a prophetic word for you this morning that the Lord gave me. We've come to a time in our lives, in all of our lives, no matter how old you are, to start making the right decisions. To make a decision to go further with God and really press in or to just stay lackadaisical, sort of sit around, do nothing and hallelujah, go to work, do all that kind of stuff. But there's greater levels in God that we can get to and greater things that we can do in our lives if we just pursue those things in our lives. So going to be talking about all sorts of stuff. All right, Isaiah chapter 60, are you there? Yeah. All right, look at verse 1. It says, Arise, shine, for the light is come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth, and gross darkness the people, but the Lord shall arise upon thee, and his glory shall be seen upon who? The. Notice, this is Isaiah 60. This is Isaiah prophesying a long time ago. I've preached on this before. Basically, what it's talking about is a prophetic for people in the future. Because at this time, no one was born again. No one had the light on the inside of them. Nobody had God on the inside of them, the anointing on the inside of them. So he's talking about a future people, and I believe we are those people. Say, I'm those people. So it's talking about people of God, born of God, filled with wisdom of God, filled with the knowledge of God, filled with God himself, filled with the Holy Ghost. In you this morning there is power, in you there is deliverance, in there is you is healing, on the inside of you is everything you need because Christ lives in you and he is the hope of glory, praise God. Say, God lives in me. I want to focus here on, let's see, verse 2, notice, for behold the darkness shall cover the earth and the gross darkness the people. Now, I've lived quite a few years. I've been saved for over 30 years, and during this time, there's been a lot of darkness that I've ran into. I mean, we see things happening out there. We see 9-11. We see all the different things going on. But notice there's a difference between darkness and gross darkness. So I studied the word gross a little bit, and gross basically means blatant, obvious wrongdoing. Blatant, obvious wrongdoing. And I thought to myself in the day and hour we're living in, up until this point, everything was hid. Yeah. You know, even, even the people, the two men to get together, the two women get together, were in the closet at one time. Well, now the closet door has been opened, and they've come out, and they've made it obvious what their intentions are and what they're going to do. So I believe in this day and hour, even though we see a lot of evil, a lot of things around us, the devil is coming out of the closet. Come on, he always worked underneath. We didn't know what was happening, and he hits you, and we didn't know. But he's not even hiding it anymore. He's just coming right out and showing you what he's doing, praise God. There's a call, basically, for him to cause chaos and destruction right now, and he's not hiding it anymore. There's a call to go ahead and let innocent people die if that's what it takes to further his agenda. He's not hiding it anymore. He's putting it right out in the open with what he's doing. Lies are coming out and being proclaimed as the truth. I mean, no, the devil is a liar. And basically, he don't care if you know he's lying or not. He's going to keep putting them out there anyway because it's gross darkness in the world right now. It's blatant, obvious darkness is coming out. And why does he do that? Because some people actually believe this stuff. Come on, he can still get to the minds of people, but I believe he's being pinched right now. 
I, be, I believe that he's just getting a little bit upset about what's going on and even the church and everything else. And he hasn't got the progress that he wanted. And basically everything he's doing, he's just trying to, trying to do something different than he's doing now. So he's coming right out and he's making it obvious right now. So darkness covers the earth. But notice what's covering the people. Gross darkness. Say gross darkness. So what am I supposed to do? What should I do that this is happening? Notice what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to arise and shine. say arise and shine. Arise. Now what does arise mean? It means get up from your present position. Get up from your present, where you're at right now mentally, and arise to a place of getting the truth revealed to you so that you can walk in the truth of God in the times that we are living in right now. I mean, after I got born again and started receiving the light, I found out, praise God, the first thing God showed me with truth, when I was no longer a recovering alcoholic. He told me I was no longer a sinner who every now and then did something good. I found out that I was a brand new creation in Christ Jesus. Old things have passed away and all things had become new. I found out that I'd been made the righteousness of God in Christ. And that was truth to me. Now, I could have walked as a reformed alcoholic my whole life if I didn't get no truth. Why? Because I'd been walking in darkness. But truth came into my life. And when it did, it started setting me free from darkness or gross darkness that was in my life. Praise God. Most people are waiting for the Lord to deliver them. Most people are waiting for God to do something, empower me, do something to me. But notice here it says the light is come. Say the light is come. The light isn't coming. The light is is come and it's already here right now and it's already on the inside of you. So what am I supposed to do after I find out all this gross darkness, but I start to arise, I'm supposed to shine. Say shine. Shine. Hallelujah. I believe there's people rising up who are just not going to be content with living in victory, prosperity and everything themselves, but they are going to want to extend the kingdom of God into other people around them and show them how to live in the power of God and show them how to live in the victory of God, show them how to cast out devils, show them how to heal the sick, show them how to rise up into a new place that they don't have to stay where they're at, but there's good news in the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. And basically we can't arise and shine. Say, I'm going to arise and shine. So Jesus is the light and he tells us to arise and to shine. Why can we arise and shine? Because the light is come. Say, the light is come. My God, if you can just remember it's here. We can just remember what's on the inside of us every single day, praise God. It would change our life. So the light is come. Not because the light will come, not because the light's in the future, not because this great revival's happening 20 years from now, but the light is come and it's already on the inside of you. And I'll tell you, the light, just because years have gone by, has not grown dim. Come on, the wattage has not gone away and it's barely a little flicker out there. No, the light is still the light, praise God. It's not losing any wattage. It is a bright light that's on the inside of you with God's power, God's anointing, and God's healing power at the same time. How many know the kingdom of God is here? Hallelujah. So this is prophetic. It's because the light has come, because you have arose, basically what's going to happen? Here it says, if you arise and shine, the glory of the Lord will rise upon who? Glory to God. Hallelujah. Now, until I studied the glory, I just thought it was when a meeting got into a meeting, everybody fell out under the power and they got touched and all that stuff. And it is the glory. But notice, this is talking about the glory in you. See, there's glory in me. The glory in you is basically the nature of God the giftings of God, the callings of God that have already been placed on the inside of you this morning. And as you arise and shine and get in the truth of God's word, all the gifts that are in you are going to start to come out and manifest through you, whether it's a prophetic gift, whether it's a preaching gift, whether it's a a building up gift, no matter what's on the inside of you, it's going to start coming out of the inside of people. We are going to get brighter as it gets darker because all these gifts on the inside of you are going to start to manifest in your life. Notice where the glory is going to rise. Upon me. Say upon me. Now listen, it's going to rise up on me. Are you following me? 
And people say, it's coming down upon me. No, it's not coming from there. It's coming from here. It's going to come up and it's going to come on you as truth opens the door to the revelation and the gifting of God's on the inside of you that those things are going to start manifesting in your life. So tough days are coming. How many know they are? Darkness is covering the earth. How many know it does? But it doesn't say lie down and die. It doesn't say worry and hide. It says arise and shine in the midst of darkness. I believe there is a... I don't want to call them a remnant because I don't think that's a word. But there are some people who are going to rise and shine from where they were last year to last week to last month and are going to go in a different place than they've ever gone into before. That God's going to destroy complacency in the life of people. Well, I've come so far. I've got a good church. We're all doing fine. Everything's good. I'll tell you, I'm never satisfied. I'll tell you right now, I'm never satisfied. I was too young to be satisfied. Now I'm too old to be satisfied. Praise God. I'm not satisfied. I know there's more. I know there's more giftings in me. I know there's more giftings in you. And I'm called to bring you truth. So when you use truth and arise and shine, that the giftings that are on the inside of you come out of the inside of you. Sure, I'm called to pastor, but there's other giftings I know on the inside of me. No matter what you're called to do, God has placed things on the inside of you that people around you need, and they need them right now, praise God. So say, I'm going to arise and shine, and the glory is rising upon me. Okay, go to John chapter 1. All right, John chapter 1, look at verse 1. In the beginning was the Word... And the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by Him, and without Him was not anything made that was made. In Him was life, and that life was the light of men. And the light shined in the darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. The same came for a witness to bear witness of the light that all men through him might believe. He was not that light, but was sent to bear witness of that light. That was the true light, which lighteth every man that comes into the world. Now notice here it says, the life of God is the light of men. So the life of God that came on the inside of me, the nature of God, all the attributes of God that came on the inside of me was the light that came alive on the inside of me as revelation of the truth. Life was the light of God and life was the light in me. Now look at verse 5. And the light shined in the darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. Now, another translation clarifies that a little bit. It says, the light shined in the darkness, and the darkness could not put the light out. Yeah. Hallelujah. You know what that tells me? It tells me the devil's losing. Yeah. I don't care what you're seeing on the news media. I don't care what you're seeing all over the place. The devil is losing right now. Every time somebody gets born again, he's lost another person there. Every time you hear the word of God and basically faith comes, fear starts to leave your life. Every time somebody gets healed by the power of God, he loses somebody in bondage. The devil is losing. He cannot put the light out. He tried basically to shut the light down. He had a, he had a guy who was stealing all his money. He tried to make him go broke, and his ministry was okay anyway. Tried to throw Jesus off a cliff. He just passed through the midst of him. Then he said, I got you, praise God. He killed the light, and on the day of Pentecost, 120 more lights were born in that time, and he lost again. Every time it looks like he's winning, he's losing. You got to remember, he's a loser. 
He is a loser, praise God. Now, he'll come. He'll try to blind your light. He'll try to get you to believe some air. He'll try to believe something that's not the truth. And why does he want to do that, basically? So you do not rise and shine like people are supposed to do right now, praise God. Why is the light greater than the darkness? Why is the light bigger than the darkness? Well, the Bible says, greater is he that's than he that's in the, world. in the world, praise God. Look at verse 6. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. How many know that's John the Baptist? The same came for a witness to bear witness of the that all men through him might, and he was not that light, but he was sent to bear witness of the light. So here we're talking about John the Baptist. You go back and read about John the Baptist. What's he talking about? The kingdom of God is at hand. The light is coming. Jesus is at coming. He was a witness to the coming of the light, the coming of the kingdom of God, basically. But notice the Bible also says that those that are least in the kingdom of God are greater than John, who was the greatest person ever born of women in the natural. How many know, even if you're the least in the kingdom of God right now, you're a success. Praise God. Now, why wasn't he? Why wasn't he great? Because he gave witness to the light. You've got the light inside shining on the inside of you. You actually have the light. He just witnessed to that light. Since you have the light on the inside, you are greater than John the Baptist. Say, I'm greater than John the Baptist. All right, look at verse 9. That was the true light, talking about Jesus, which does what? What does he do? Why did he come? He came to light how many men? Every man. So here comes the light of the world. Here comes Jesus. He's bringing back the kingdom. What's he here to do? Not light some men. Not to light up pastors. Not to light up leaders. He's here to light up how many men? Every single man he wants to light up. That was his mission. That's why he came, to put this power, this giftings and stuff on the inside of people and light them up. And how many people he want to light up? Every man. Now, Joel put it this way. He prophesied that the Spirit of the Lord is going to be poured out on who? All flesh. Say all flesh. So notice, there's no qualification here, old or young, black or white, whatever you want to be, he wants to light up how many men? All men. Every man. Say every man. Now, the church... Has a problem with women. But as long as they got flesh, I ain't got a problem with it. And if he came to light up every man, which he's talking about, not men, but the species of man, which a woman is, the only difference is she has a womb, so she's called a woman. Not that hard to figure out, for God's sakes. But the whole species is man. So he's saying he's pouring out upon all flesh, say all flesh. So there's no problem with me with women prophesying. There's no problem with me with women standing up and preaching the word of God. Everybody wants to do this because he wants to light up how many men? He wants to light up all men. All right, go to Matthew chapter 5. He wants to light up the prostitute. He wants to light up the druggie. He wants to light up the alky. He wants to light them all up, praise God, every man. He's not taking different ones. He's not picking ones out. It's available to everybody, praise God. All right, Matthew chapter 5, look at verse 14. Now we're going to take a step further. Jesus is speaking, Matthew 5, 14. Jesus says, you are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hid. Neither do men light a candle and put under a bushel but on a candlestick, and it gives light unto all them that are in the house. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father, which is where? Now here we see that basically, how many of you know Jesus was the light of the world? But now how many of you know that you are the light of the world? So he's telling you not only be the light, but allow or let your light so shine. In other words, it's up to you whether your light shines or whether your light does not shine. 
And if, you did, if it does shine, notice what happened. Men will see your what? Good works. In other words, people are going to see there's something different about you. Somebody was up here talking a while ago, or I think it might have been Ted last week, when he got up and he said he got around a lot of the Jewish people who were there, and they all sensed something on him. How many know when you're around people who are in distress, a lot of people who are down and out, a lot of people who are looking for something, and you just walk up and say a few words, there's a sensation that will come over their flesh because of the anointing that's in your life, and people are going to know through your good works that you have the light in you, that you have God in you, that you have all these things on the inside of you. They're going to see your good works. Why? Because you're going to start healing the sick. You're going to start delivering people of devils. You're going to start speaking faith. You're going to start prophesying. The giftings that are on the inside of you are going to come forth on the inside of you. They're going to pour out of the inside of you, basically. And you know what the devil wants to do? He wants to put a bushel. See, he's a bushel demon. He wants to take a bushel and put it over your light. Why? So that nobody knows that you're any different than anybody else. Always agreeing with everybody, nodding their head. I mean, if you're never getting in controversy or trouble, chances are... Especially in this, this day and age, you've got a bushel problem. And you can't say anything right now without getting in trouble at this point. Anything towards God at all, and you in trouble. Do you know that? God forbid you told him you were righteous. My God, mention you're anointed. Be hanging you from the tree out there someplace. Why is that? Because of this narrative right now. But you're, we're different, praise God. We say who we are. We know who we am. We sing the song, praise God. We're not going to back down. We're going to go forward. Because I'll tell you what, everybody out there in darkness is looking for your light. They may not know it, but they don't like where they're at right now. They're looking for some light of some kind. So what's the devil going to do? He's going to come and try to stop your rising and try to stop your shining. How's he going to do that? He's going to lie to you. How many know he's a liar? He'll tell you the light's passed away. He'll tell you the light's coming. We just wait till 2025. The greatest move of God is ever going to happen in your life. The light is coming. Just wait five more years. I mean, I waited five, then five, then five, and said, heck with this. That's 15 years and nothing happened yet. Maybe I'm supposed to do something. Amen. Revelation. God, it hit me. Maybe I'm supposed to do something down here rather than asking him to do it. But how many know he's a liar? He's going to tell you you can't heal the sick. He's going to tell you you can't cast out devils. He's going to tell you, praise God, that you can't do all things. But how many know he's a liar? Yes, he is. He's going to tell you that God don't love you anymore. He's going to tell you that you're not blessed. He's going to tell you that you have no anointing. But let me tell you what, he's a liar. Say he's a liar. He's a liar. And I'll tell you what, once you find out the truth, yes. praise God, the lies are gone forever then. Don't matter what he says, what he does, you can laugh at him, praise God, and go forward. Because you know the truth in that area, and that truth, praise God, has set you free in that area, praise God. When you know that healing belongs to you and you have a legal right to walk in that divine health and come against sickness and disease that's in your body and do that, praise God, and you know healing's for you, you're going to go around and you want somebody else. Hallelujah. I mean, if you hit the lottery, you want to tell everybody. We've hit the lottery. Come on, we've hit the Jesus lottery in so many areas and we don't even tell anybody about it. Praise God. Hallelujah. And I'm telling you, there's people like me, say like me. I'll tell you, the worst thing the devil can do is allow somebody that he's got an alcohol, drugs, prostitution, bondage, get born again. Because when these people get born again, they don't care. Yeah. <laughs> Pastor, you're going to look foolish. You should have saw me when I was an alcoholic if you wanted to see me foolish. How can I feel like I'm foolish now when I acted like an idiot way back then, for God's sakes? And all at once, these people come out, and they're radical. Yeah. And they're fanatical. 
And they're charged up, praise God. And they ain't backing down for nobody. Why is that? Because Jesus has set them free, praise God. Once they were bound, and now they have been set free by the power of God. And you don't care anymore, praise God. And there's people coming out. I'm telling you what, maybe we're looking at the wrong people sometime. And we're looking at people who've been in church in 20 years and haven't gone anywhere, and we're trying to revive them, praise God. If you notice, when the oil was poured, praise God, it wasn't poured on somebody who from one generation was poured on a live generation, a David generation, a fired-up generation. It wasn't poured anymore on somebody who didn't want the oil. Don't give your oil to somebody who don't want it. They want it, trust me, you won't have to force it on them. They will suck it right out of the inside of you. I'm telling you, you will start to teach and all at once you'll have 42 sermons come out your mouth in a 15-minute period because they're hungry for it. Now, if you've got a force feed, yeah. just and walk away, praise God. Don't hurt yourself. Give them the sign of the cross. Walk away. Pray for them. Hopefully something will change, you know. Hopefully something will change in their life. Something will take place. Pray. A little holy water, if that's what we need, praise God. Incense, whatever you need. Glory to God. Give it to them and then move on, praise God. Hallelujah. All right, go to Psalm 43. All right, Psalm 43, are you there? Look at verse 3. Talking to God, O send out thy light and thy what? Let them lead me, let them bring me into your holy hill and to thy tabernacles. Then I will go unto your altar of God, unto God my exceeding joy. Yea, upon the harp I will praise thee, O God my God. Now notice this is telling you here, through the light that's on the inside of you and through truth, those two things will lead you. And where are they going to lead you? They're going to lead you into a deeper relationship, a holy of holies experience with God. The presence of God on you at all times is going to be on you, basically because you're getting more truth. God spoke to me one day and he said, the more truth you know, the more you will glow. So the more truth you know, what you're going to get brighter, and you're going to get brighter, and you're going to get brighter. So he says he leads you where? Into the presence of God. That's where he wants to take us, into that presence. He wants to show us, praise God, what's going on, who we are, what we're doing, what's taking place. It goes on and said, oh, God, my exceeding joy. How many know someday God's going to become your exceeding joy? Yeah. The Bible says rejoice in who? But we want to rejoice in our natural, don't we? Yeah. Rejoice in my job. Oh, I had a bad day today on my job. There goes my joy. Rejoice in my spouse for one day. See, if your joy is directed in the wrong place, you're going to have to be reing all the time. You don't want to be a rejoicer. You want to be a living in the joicing. Hallelujah. So why? My joicing's in God. How I many you know he doesn't change? He's not going to say, I love you one day, hate you the next. I empowered you today. I didn't empower you anymore. You have an anointing. I took it away from you. He doesn't say that. The devil lies to you and tries to get you out of his presence and out of his stuff. Now look at not verse 5. There's no excuse. Why art thou cast down, O my soul? And why art thou disquieted within me? Why don't you just hope in God, for I shall yet praise him, who is the health of my countenance and my God. What's he saying here? Stop looking at the wrong stuff, getting depressed, worldly stuff, getting yourself down. Just keep looking at God. He's doing very fine. He hasn't changed. Everything's good with him. Everything's going fine and dandy with him. Keep your focus in the right place. All right, go to Psalm 18. All right, Psalm 18, are you there? Yes. Look at verse 27. 
for thou wilt save the afflicted people. How many of you were afflicted at one time? But will bring down the high looks. For thou wilt light my candle. The Lord my God will enlighten my... Now, how many know that's a good promise there? In other words, let me, let me make it easy for you. God wants to flick your bick. See, you, you got this light on the inside of you. God's trying to get in there and move some of that darkness. For the light that's on the inside of you will come forth out of the inside of you. He says, for the Lord will light my candle. How many know your spirit is the candle of the Lord? It's not your soul. So as your spirit gets revelation, it comes up into your mind, will, and emotions, and it delivers you from feelings and emotions and gets you back on the word of God. For thou will light my candle. The Lord thy God will enlighten my darkness. Verse 29, for by thee I have run through a troop, and by my God, I have leaped over a wall. My God, I'm telling you what. This is a succession of my life. Afflicted, down and out, drunk, not doing anything. And all at once I got born again, and he came and he flicked my bick. And all at once a fire started burning on the inside of me. And revelation started coming from the word on the inside of me. And I found out who the devil told me I was. I wasn't anymore. And what the devil told me I couldn't do, that I could do in the power of God and in the anointing of God and in the presence of God, praise God. I started finding all these things. And all at once I came to a point where I could run through a troop and leap over a wall. All at once instead of walking around like this. Are you a Christian? Yeah. I walk around like this. See, I can run through a troop. Doesn't matter how many things come against me, how many demonic things come. I'm gonna run right through that troop. They put a wall in the way, you know what I'm gonna do? Leap over, say leap over. Notice, don't crawl over, don't try to get over. You're just gonna hurdle that. No matter how high that sucker, you're gonna jump right over that thing. Praise God, hallelujah. What are you gonna do? You're gonna start doing good works then. So men will see your good works. And what will they do? They will give glory to your Father who is in. Now, notice this there's always traps in this stuff. So once you start arising, and once you start shining, and once he flicks you, and man, you are up, and you are delivering captives, and you are doing this stuff, you're doing all this stuff because it will glorify your... It won't glorify you who are on earth. And that's his next temptation. When things start to work in your life, you're going to start singing, How Great Thou Art. How great thou art, how great I am. But you've got to remember, praise God, the anointing that you've got, the authority that you've got, the power that you've got has little or nothing to do with you. You're just operating in the thing. And hopefully people, you're going to do big enough miracles where people look at you and say, I know you can't do that. I ain't going to give you any glory. I'm going to give it all to God because God must have gave you something and I want. So now you're out there shining. Now people are seeing things happen. They're seeing people get healed. People get delivered. People get set free. And how many know the light draws those people to you? Hallelujah. And don't worry if there's people that are going to come mess up your life. How many know when the lights turn on, the bugs run? Yeah. <laughs> come on. Is that the truth? Yeah. Uh, when you walk in a room as a light, some people may leave. That's all right. Praise God. The bugs are running. Hallelujah. They may come back. They may not come back. But the people that stay there in the light, come on, are ones who want what you got. And want to have what you can. So notice it puts you in a place of victory. Now you're running. You're jumping. You're doing things that you could never, ever possibly do before in your life. All right, go to 2 Corinthians chapter 4. Thank God for darkness and gross darkness right now. Hallelujah. Glory to God. What opportunities we have in this day and hour. My gosh, the media, you got opportunity to. You younger generation, my goodness sakes, you can do more damage in 13 minutes on Facebook and something else, you know, than we can do back in our day at all. Hallelujah. There's things out there. I mean, I don't even do Facebook, but they, they've been putting up stuff that they're deleting, so I just keep sharing it. 
I read it once. If it's good, I'm sharing it. And then I get this little letter from him. Thou shalt not share that anymore. So I skim all the way down through because I ain't got that many friends and can't find it. But as soon as somebody posts it again, you know what I do? Share. Share. I can't find anything. I can't dig anything up. But if somebody leads me in the right direction, I want to share that thing. I don't know how many. I never got so many clippings before in my life. False news. Don't do that. Quit sending that. False news. Quit sending that. Fact check. Dear Lord. Dear Lord. I thought, first of all, somebody else was sending it to me. But I don't think it was. I think it was somebody. All right. 2 Corinthians chapter 4. All right. 2 Corinthians chapter 4. Look at verse 6. For God, who commanded the light to shine out of darkness, has shined where? To give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. Notice, God, how many know that's big G? God who commanded light to shine out of darkness. Now, when did he do that? He did that in Genesis chapter 1, didn't he? He walked out and said, let there be light. You know what happened? There was light. Why? Because God doesn't want darkness. He wants light. So here it says he has shined where? The God of the universe has shined light into your heart and into your darkness. What for? To give you the knowledge of the truth, the wisdom of the truth, of the glory of God on the inside of you, so you will not remain ignorant and defeated in this day and this hour. So the light of the glory of God's on you to be transformed. Now, I, I preached this one time and somebody got mad, said, yeah, that's good, but that's when we die and go to heaven. When we get to heaven, we'll have everything that we ever wanted and then we'll have the power and we'll have the glory. Well, look at the next verse 7. But we have this treasure in an earthen vessel. I not have earthen vessel when I leave it here. And if it says I have it, then I probably have it. So it says, we have this treasure. When? Right now in an earthen vessel. Why? That the excellency of the power of God may be of God and not of us. So in other words, we're going to start doing, you're going to start seeing more than I had a headache and I got healed or I had a nosebleed and I got healed and I sprained my ankle and it's better now and you prayed for me. I mean, these are going to be some bigger things. These are going to be things where basically the religious people and the people of the world cannot explain away. Things that are so big, they just can't say, well, it just happened, or the environment changed, and that's what took place, or whatever. They're going to be big miracles. Blind eyes are going to be opened again. Deaf ears are going to be unstopped again. Praise God. The more your light shines, the more things are going to work in your life, and the more things that work in your life, the more things work in your life. In other words, you've got to step out sooner or later. You've got to step out and believe who you are and what's on the inside of you and the giftings that you have. You know, even we've talked about, I guess it was a women's meeting or whatever, people have words and they're just sitting out there and they, they don't want to give the words. Why? Because the devil saying, don't give that word, don't give that word. Well, that should be obvious to you right there that it's a good time to give it. Hell, even, even if it's wrong, take a shot at it. If it's a devil lying to you anyway, just prove that he is. But if the word comes to you, then we give it. And we've all got giftings on the inside. Sometimes you just need to walk up to somebody and God will say, tell them that I love them and they're great people. And you say, well, that's stupid. I don't even know them. Well, that's exactly what they need to hear that day. They had never heard that in their whole entire life. They were raised in a bad family. And almost you tell them, hey, God loves you, and I love you. And, and now once you'll just see them lighten up on the inside. But these things got to be stepped out on because you've got to have a revelation. You had to have been taken and arose and risen into the place of the holy place of God where you know that God is talking to you, and you need to do what God's saying, even though this is telling you not to do what you're supposed to do. It's that way if you're going to preach, if that's the way if you're going to teach, if that's the way if you're going to 
worship. It's that way everything. There are barriers to go through where the devil's going to lie to you and try to put bushels over your life. Oh, I've been sick all my life. Well, all your life should end right now then, praise God, because it's already been provided in your life 2,000 years ago. Jesus died on that cross, and he took my shoulder pain, and he took my knee pain, and he took my entire body pain, and he took it to that cross, praise God. So according to his word, I'm going to rise and shine here. And I'm going to believe, praise God, that I'm healed from the top of my head to the soles of my face. Well, you don't look very good. Well, he didn't say you'd look good. He just said I was healed. <laughs> yes. See, we've got to get back on the word. We've got to stay on the word, praise God. Healing belongs to me. We've got divine rights that he's given us, and we're going to rise and shine and understand those things belong to us. I'll tell you, prosperity belongs to you. Yes. It ain't something you're striving to get, fighting to get, hoping to get. It's there. All you've got to do is follow the light and the truth on the inside of you, and one day you're going to turn around and wonder where you got all this money. Where did I get all these properties? Where did all this stuff come from? I was just walking with God. That's all I was doing. And look, I don't know what happened. Well, how are you going to do it? Walk with God. No, no, no. There's got to be a different way than that. Come on. You played the lottery. Bingo. Something. No, that's not it. It's step by step with God. The steps of a righteous man are ordered by who? The Lord. So notice here, we have this treasure in an earthen vessel. How many of you in an earthen vessel? Then you have this treasure. All right, back to Isaiah 60. So glad you guys showed up this morning. I was going to preach it just to my wife and have cue cards where she could jump up and say hallelujah. Now, they are, okay. Now. Yeah. I like you're doing all the sports things. Fake crowds. Yeah. Canned laughter. Oh, let me get off track just a little bit here. You know, I was going on Facebook the other day, and they had somebody on where they, some of these baseball things, because they don't have any fans, they had cardboard cutouts there. Did you see them? They got cardboard cutouts now in the stands of people's faces. Only in this one, they had one of the mascots. And he was actually going around trying to entertain these cardboard, these cardboard things. He was so funny. And then he sat in the middle of them, and he was the only one doing the wave. <laughs> oh, it was hilarious. I loved it. All right, come back. All right, are you back as Isaiah 60? All right, here we go. Rise, shine, verse 1. For the light has come, the glory of the Lord has risen upon us. For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth and gross darkness the people, but the Lord shall arise upon thee, and his glory shall be seen upon thee. And the Gentiles shall come to thy light, and kings of the brightness of thy rising. Lift up your eyes round about and see all that gather themselves together. They come to thee. Thy sons shall come on from afar. Thy daughters shall be nursed at their side. Then thou shalt see and flow together, and thine heart shall fear and be enlarged, because the abundance of the seas shall be converted to thee. The forces of the Gentiles shall come unto thee. Notice, there are rewards. For a rise and shining. Notice, first of all, gross darkness is going to come on the world, but it's now going to come on you. Come on, and that's in the Bible. Remember way back when the Egyptians basically had the people of God there and the flies came? Guess who put up with the flies? Not not God's people. Come on. Then the frogs came. Come on. Then cattle started dying. Then everything started happening. But notice, none of God's people did that. There's favor. Say there's favor. Number two here, the Gentiles are going to come to your light. They're going to be mass salvations as you do this. You won't have to go out witnessing anymore. You just walk around and people will come to the light, praise God. 
Hallelujah. Here it says, kings and dignitaries will come to the brightness of their rising. People who are true Christians in government are going to start getting in government. We're going to start replacing some judges that need to get out. We're going to start replacing some other senators that need to get out. We're going to pray their hind end right out of there, praise God, if we have to. Glory to God. They get a job doing something else. That's what we're going to do, praise God. Notice, your sons and daughters shall come. Say, my family's coming, praise God. Glory to God. They can't get away from me because I'm the light, and I'm going to keep beating them with that light, and they're going to come back, praise God, and they're going to get into it. Hallelujah. Notice what else it says. It says here, you will teach and nurse them. You are finally going to become a disciple rather than a dependent. Dependence, I have to get to church, I'm going to die. Somebody pray for me, I'm going to die. No, you're going to grow up into a place where you be praying. Hallelujah. You be running the church, you be doing things, you be preaching, you be doing. You're going to nurse other people into that place of discipleship in their lives. Hallelujah. And my favorite part, this is for Patrick. Then thou shalt see the flow together, and thine heart shall fear... Fear and be enlarged and the abundance of the seas. That word there is extreme wealth. The wealth of the sea and the wealth of the land are both coming our way, praise God. And think about it. We live on the treasure coast. If it's going to come out of the sea, it might as well come out of our sea. We know it's there, right? We don't even have to have to faith to know it's there. We know it's there. Those ships sunk and it's out there someplace. But I tell you, don't tell anybody the government will take it from you. You find a piece right here, baby. Because they think that's their property, but that's not true. If you were risen in shine, that property belongs to you, praise God. And that's what it belongs to. So soon, praise God, there are people who are going to rise and shine. People who are hungry for the things of God. People are going to have the blessings of God move out of the inside of them. The gifting gods come out of the inside of them. I'll tell you, this is our hour. This is our time. The truth, praise God, is going to override all the devil's lies here, praise God. It's going to overcome the light. It's going to overcome the darkness. Glory to God. We're going to rise and shine and allow God to release what's on the inside of us. Put your hand on your belly this morning. On your belly. On your belly. On your belly. One hand if you want half of it. Two hands if you want it all. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus right now, Spirit of God, I tell you right now, you rise up on the inside of every single person in here. You reveal to them the giftings and the callings in their life. Uh, I bind fear in their hearts and in their minds right now that would keep them from operating in the giftings and the power and the authority that's on the inside of them. Come forth out of the inside of them right now. I call you forth in Jesus' name. Prophecy, come forth in Jesus' name. Healing power, come forth. The glory of God, come out of the inside of each and every person here. Encouragement, come forth. Joy, come forth. Peace, come forth. Power, come forth. The anointing come forth in the mighty name of Jesus. Let it flow out of your people with a new confidence, Lord. We thank you for this hour. We thank you for this time, and we thank you for what you're doing by your spirit, and we give you all the glory and praise for every single work of God that we do, and we give it to you in Jesus' name, and everybody said, amen. 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 Praise God. Glory to God.